This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. We suck. Play bad. They made shots. They played good. They played better than us. It was the same team. I think the first game when we played them, it wasn't easy. We, I think we beat them down the stretch. They were up. Yeah, they made threes. Crowd was involved. Played good defense, show crowd. Um, rebound the ball. They had 10 offensive rebounds the first half. Got 15, 13, whatever turnovers in the first half. Dump played the best basketball. Uh, and second half, whenever we tried to, uh, you know, get a play, get, get ourselves going, you know, they were knocked down in three or an L1 or transition um, bucket, so we wasn't able to, you know, get back to the game. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Dual Sportsbook Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. And yeah, we're going to spend a lot of time today looking forward to the conference championship games this weekend. Sam Pananavis joins us next hour. Nesson sports betting analyst, Will Brents at CBS Sports. We're going to catch up today uh, in the 11 a.m. Eastern time hour. We'll talk about the coaching news in the NFL, and we got to play trend or truth later. But we start there with the voice of Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not betting against the Cavs anymore. That was a beatdown of the Bucks last night. Bucks are favored by four, four and a half by tip. Joe, the score of that game at the end, 115 to 99. Forget the cover. The Cavs... Boy, they're a fun team. They are deep, and they, they're they just – they're unlike most NBA teams where they have young players you would think are not superstars. Usually you need that, like a John Moran type of guy. Yet they're deep, and usually deep teams, it's tough to win that way in the end. I mean, they just beat down the defending champs. That game wasn't close last night. And money came in on the Cleveland side. Number uh, down from when we previewed the game earlier on in the morning, and you're right, it was a 16-point final. The one thing that pops to me – uh, well, Giannis, I mean, he's going to get his, and he he did right. not get, get, you know, like you would expect him to in double figures or some of the other stats. Kevin Love's been on an incredible run. He has completely turned back the clock. Man, if you are not paying close attention or you doubted them at all, uh, I think we all know at this point it's about the defensive end for them. But they, for real, in, in a year another year we're still all dealing with covid and over the course of the nba season you're going to have injuries all that you need depth holy crap they have a ton of depth on this roster so much young talent they've acquired over the last couple of years yeah and a lot of young stars too um the athletic had a really good piece on the Cavs and kevin love this morning uh, when he was out on protocols, he was watching the games, picking them apart. And his veteran leadership is great for some of those young pieces that they have. And you think about it, obviously, I was on Giannis and the Bucks last night. 
I'm with you, Joe G. Never again. I ended up taking the Cavs 33 to one to win the East this morning. I mean, they the Did Bucks you? had their big three: Drew Holiday, Middleton, Giannis. Usually, when those three guys are on the court together playing, they're a hard team to beat. And the Cavs, I think, showed last night to me that they are for real. I mean, we've been talking about them kind of like a Cinderella story so far this season. But maybe they are for real. And 33-1, to 1, I like those odds. I mean, they just knocked off the Bucks, no problem. With their best players on the court, I think the Cavs are going to be difficult to beat down the stretch here. Yeah, this is the cut part of the season. Usually teams like this fade, and they're not fading. I mean, they went over their win total, what, a week and a half ago, which was remarkable considering it's still January. And they just mm -hmm. keep winning. And Aaron just said it. Like, there was some question before yesterday when we were, when we were doing our show would all the big three for the Bucks play? And I thought the number would go up, you know, like if they're all in, because it was some question mark health-wise. They were all in, and it wasn't the game wasn't close. I mean, that Cavs team is going to be a tough out in the first round. That's fun. That 33-1 to 1 is fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad you have that so we could we could have some fun in the NBA playoffs with Aaron hanging on to a future there at 33-1. to 1. But whether or not they go that far or not, they will not be an easy out in the first round. Yeah, no, absolutely. and good, good luck trying to figure out which spot is going to be going against the Cavs? I mean, I, I know we still have a lot of basketball to go, but between one and six, throw them in a hat. You have no idea right now. It, it could be in any order. So it's not like teams are going to figure out, okay, we can, we can avoid the Heat with this spot or avoid the Cavaliers with that spot. And if you do avoid the Cavaliers, here are the Nets. And maybe things change with the Kyrie situation. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the Bulls have all of their players. The East is uh, it's a lot more challenging than I think many thought coming into the season. You knew about the Heat uh, getting all that steam, the Nets and the Bucks, But the surprises still, as we head into February, you have the Bulls and Cavs as legitimate threats. I'm not saying they're going to represent the Eastern Conference, but those are teams that could be playing in the conference finals. And we've been talking about how good the Cavs are. ATS, <laughs> of course, I bet against oh, yeah. them. Giannis yeah. won. I think he was one board or assist, something. I don't know. He was like one shy of that double-double. They didn't even get close to that win. So I shouldn't have bet against the Cavs. That was a terrible idea. Yeah, it was a mistake. <laughs> uh, I was with you on that. It's interesting <laughs> because when you said 33-1 to to win the East, my first, thought, my first thought was like they're not ready. But you look at their point differential, and that's a pretty good barometer in, in – a lot of sports, but certainly basketball, right? The team that has the best point differential, usually at the end, they're there. They have the best point differential in the East. Yeah, Next week, right there with February, Miami. Yeah, yeah. They're, right. They're close. Um, and look, neither of those teams are on the level of Golden State and Phoenix in terms of point differential. Mm -hmm. But just in the East, they're better than Chicago, better than Brooklyn, better than Milwaukee, Philadelphia, everyone. The, the one thing I would throw in, though, and I don't know how to gauge it this year, with all the guys that have missed time with COVID – I do wonder if it's, it will throw off point differential at the end, right? If you have a week or two yeah. where you don't have your players, it's like, yeah. mm, that's a good maybe point. It's not, maybe it's not as valid as it usually is. 20 point loss here, no show there. Right. Yeah, missing multiple starters in a week, which can really throw things off. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, there's definitely some context there. Uh, Joe G, how'd you do last night? So I, I lost on the only, only thing I had in last night was the Cavs. Okay. I, I was, I was, oh, the, the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, the Bucks. No, you and did and football yesterday. You did football. I did football. Right. And I had the LeBron yeah. James uh, 50 to 1 MVP, which, by the, by the way, dropped to 35 to 1 this morning. Did it. Did yes. it. Tonight's big. Tonight's big but, for you. Know, you know, I was thinking about it, and we should keep an eye on this, but if the Lakers in the West 
drop to like 30 to 1, 40 to 1. I mean, I, I want to keep an eye on that because I would grab them with LeBron in a seven game series. Why, why not? You know, if you, if you can get some real value on the Lakers, if they keep dropping down, but I think they're a plus 850 right now on FanDuel. So I'll pass until maybe they keep crumbling. <laughs> Only only thing I had was uh, DeRozan props. Revenge game looked good earlier in the year against Toronto. Looked good last night against Toronto. Bulls winners uh, by six. They do cover the spread. DeRozan 29-7-7. and seven. We did not have the prop number when we did the show, but uh, it ended up being about 24.5, I believe, uh, in most spots. So 29 points. It goes over there. Vooch with another good game and what we've been talking about, Io. Bad game. It was a bad IO game last night. <laughs> Only seven up points, down, three for ten down. shooting. Yeah, that's what he is. So, uh, do we want to bet on him the next one, the next game around? You know, I thought about it. I don't think I mentioned it on the show, but I thought about it because a lot of times these first field goals, there is some narrative behind there. I stared a long time at DeRozan plus four fifty first field goal of the game, mm. and of course, he got the first field goal of the game. Wow. <laughs> so, how do you dive into that? I mean, I just feel like that's like. A lottery ticket? Is there actual is. like? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is when you see these uh, these parlays. I hit six first field goal. I wonder how many uh, that they use to mix and match. Are they doing this every yeah. day? Praying to hit one a year. I mean, yeah. A lot of times it is narrative when you do have a revenge spot or, or you have somebody who who's trying to bounce okay. back from a couple of bad performances. You want to get them the ball, uh, score early, get their confidence going. I mean, I, a lot of times. It is narrative. Yeah, I bet there's probably some numbers out there which players are, are, have the most first baskets. You know, it's probably yep. the lead ball handler, or the shooting guard, or whatever, right? The best scorer on the team. But you see some, you do see some random ones. Like FanDuel will post the the winning bet slips, and people, the, the combinations people put out there, Aaron, are are just, it's wacky. Like how I don't even know how I'd come up with that. And then it's like, it, you know, seven hundred to one or whatever. But think about it. If that's what they do, and they put like a dollar on it, and they do like twenty different ones a night or something, and so it's, they're putting like a total of twenty bucks down. But you got twenty different combinations. I, I guess eventually it would hit, like Joe Joe o was saying. You know, you bet them all individually. You probably uh, you might be all right if you're decent at it, too, yeah. and maybe you break even on the night. But um, man, Jaw won't stop. It's just ridiculous. So at what point does he cross the threshold of, all right, here's your top four, top five in the MVP. There's a little bit of gap. Then there's Ja hanging out by himself. It's like he's a, kind of on the outside. He's involved in the conversation. And it's funny. You, you, Hey, don't sleep on Ja. Not enough people are talking about Ja. Everybody's talking about Ja. Everybody notices exactly what's happened. Look at what's happened to the MVP odds. But can he break through? Uh, to hang out with Giannis and Steph in that MVP conversation. At what point? At what point do we finally just cave? I mean, another 41 points, eight assists last night at San Antonio as short favorites uh, the uh, Grizzlies end up covering. I think one more winning streak might do it. They're they're up and down lately. He's playing incredibly well. I mean, his last – I mean, just go back to – Let's say that, you know, last three weeks or so, 41, 35, 38, 33, 25. I mean, that's his last five games. Then you had some 19, 16, 29, 16. But, Joe, the one thing I, I noticed as you talk about that, because I'm wondering the same thing, when is he going to have less than 10 to 1 odds? Uh, his last six games, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So that winning streak ended. They've been up and down. I think they need one more winning streak. And maybe the schedule will allow that to happen. 
But like if, if he keeps doing this 35 40 and they reel off five or six wins in a row, maybe one more against a, a big team and a, you know, that kind of moment, I think that's that's how he does it. The team record is good enough right now for him to win the MVP. They're the three yep. seed in the West. So if you hang around in top three teams in the West, it's absolutely good enough. At the moment, he is the fifth favorite for the MVP. And what I mean by breaking through the top four, oh, now Giannis and Curry are co-favorites at FanDuel. Co-favorites. So that's a change. We were waiting to see when Steph was going to slip a little bit. Finally happened here. Uh, Giannis and Curry, plus 320. Embiid right there at plus 350. 50 to 1 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Jokic at plus 460 as a fourth favorite. Then there's a little bit of gap to Ja. And now there's a little bit of gap to LeBron, as you mentioned, 35 to 1. So I have tickets now on three of the top six in the MVP. Preseason Curry, preseason yes. Ja, yesterday I LeBron. About Steph. I forgot about Steph. Okay. Eight to one. You've got a nice, you've got you, a nice portfolio there. You know who might be good to take a look at for defensive player of the year since we're talking about the Grizzlies? Jaron Jackson is having a season. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed how well he's doing. I can't see the um odds for that award because I'm 46 to one 46 but, to um, one for him i think he almost has like 50 steals or something or he's on pace he's a good player i like him a lot that that pairing morant is is exciting so he's at 46 to one right now he trails draymond gobert Giannis, michael bridges I mean, mobley yeah. and Embiid. yeah i mean his block run has been ridiculous he had yep. six last night he's had Let's see. I mean, four, four, five, ton ton of blocks right now. I don't think Memphis is good enough, and I don't think they have the brand name to to win two of the awards. That's the problem. Like Draymond, out of the gates, and he's still the favorite at plus 110, nearly even money right there. Um, I have him for Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe I'm trying to talk myself into thinking that I'm just fine there. But um, to catch Draymond and Gobert and Giannis – Mobley's up there with a ton of blocks for a breakthrough Cavs team. That would be tough for Jackson. That'd be tough. Um, but, yeah, he's having a fantastic season. Can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been incredible. So, and, and, the, and, look, the Grizzlies are having a great year, too. So it's going to be fun to watch how this whole thing plays out down the stretch. One quick thing in college basketball, Providence, six yeah. straight outright wins now. All six as a dog. They beat Xavier last night. Eventually, they're going to stop being a dog. They keep winning all these games outright. And uh, one other note on college hoops, Michigan almost lost outright to Northwestern. Northwestern had an opportunity at the buzzer to hit a three. Had the Wolverines missing a couple free throws, uh, left the door open. Roper misses a 23-footer. Uh, the Wildcats almost with the upset. So Michigan wins. They do not cover the eight and a half, obviously, 72 to 70. Your final, and I bring that up because uh, if you miss it, at the end of yesterday's show, we were talking about the juicy odds that you can get right now at Michigan to win the Big Ten and uh, 80 to 1 range to win the title. They've looked a lot better. I, I wouldn't expect their odds to change after last night because they were very close to losing. It's a trap game. Yeah, the show bet 39 to 1 to win the Big Ten. We had that yesterday. We talked about it at the end. Tra- mm-hmm. Did you say trap game, Paul? Yeah, and let's talk through that, what we were texting about, um, just the odds yeah. of Michigan in the Big Ten between, like, so we can't bet on Illinois here in Illinois, right? So that eliminates a yep. team. So P.A., well, Joe G's in Pennsylvania. So he has the same number, 39-1 to 1 to win the Big Ten, as we do in Illinois at 39-1, to 1, depending on where you look. 
And if Illinois wins it's the Big 42 Ten, forty-two to one do, now. Okay, 40, it dropped to forty-two. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. But Let's yeah. say forty-two to one. But it's the same in both states, even though. If Illinois wins in Illinois, and they let's say they, it's a regular season title, best record, number one seed after the regular season. If Michigan and Illinois tie, and let's say or Illinois wins, and Michigan just is the second place team, Michigan wins that bet. Are you a hundred percent sure about that? It's not voided. No, well, depending on where you bet, one says without Illinois colleges, where I placed my bet. Yes, gotcha. So you're sure if they're second that they would get it or only if they tie? Oh, wow. You have their second without Illinois. We'll, we'll talk through it a little bit more in the next segment. <laughs> That's interesting. Sold. That is interesting. It feels That's like a, cool. There's a loophole there with the silly rules in certain states. All right, we'll come back a lot more on that and the NFC Championship game. Joe Ojo, Jaren Hawks with Becky Daily presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook.